Hello and welcome to Dillion, the Melbourne Demons fan podcast. Needs, it's only taken two losses and you've already gone back to your sour, pessimistic mood. <laughs> Is the season off the rails already? Yeah, the wheels are definitely falling off the bandwagon. And I, am, I for one, am jumping off the bandwagon. You're not jumping off the bandwagon. I'm That's not jumping. Extreme. I'm probably like gently uh, yeah. <laughs> stepping down <laughs> off, off the wagon. But no, I think we're being found out, right? Like I think we're being found out by teams that are that are as good, if not better than us. And, and, and we're also being found out on the big stage, and that's where we're at. I mean, the truth is we've won one out of six games against top 10 teams this year. Yeah. It's pretty damning. It's not great. Sort of it really isn't. It's a little bit reminiscent of Port Adelaide last year, where, right. you know, they looked unbelievable against these hack teams, and they were absolutely flogging them, and people thought they could win the premiership. But then when push, come to, push came to shove, they just couldn't be teams that were as good, if not better than them. I agree with that to an extent. I will say... I think on the weekend, we brought what I thought was like a finals level intensity. I agree like, with that. The game felt like a final. It was tight. It was close. Yeah. We were battling throughout. There were times we could have broken it open. I just We just couldn't put them away. I just think we lacked class going forward yet again. Yeah. We just looked like a team of absolute triers that just didn't really have any type of slick ball movement going forward. And it was really sad because, you know, they ended up... Um, they, they ended up winning by 10 points and yet we had what how many more inside 50s and how many more scoring opportunities it was absurd we had con- complete control of the game yeah um, for the entire game as well and being up at t- by 20 points or so it's it's pretty in- you know inexcusable I think it reminded me a little bit of the west coast loss from a couple of years ago I agree with that we were just all over in them in Perth but we just scrapped their way across oh, the line and it was yeah. awful yeah with some you know wonderful hometown umpiring right shocking oh, umpiring that unbelievable. last quarter unbelievable so bad some of those 50 metres and then the Brayshaw the, milk, the milkshakes uh, uh, the milkshakes blocking call right where he didn't get his goal I don't even remember that but I I'm going to go with that like, that's outrageous really as well yeah um, the thing that really struck me was our forward line just had no teeth. It reminded me a little bit of the Socceroos forward line. <laughs> and I think well, you had all these like really good endeavor, people running around, the yeah. Robbie Cruises of the world. But at the end of the day, you can't kick a goal unless you've got a bit of class yeah. in a really tight game. And like the Alex Neil Bullens of the world, they just don't have the polish to finish. Well, the question is, is where were our polished players? Where where was Hogan? Where was Track? You know, Milkshakes, I think, got a bit unlucky in some occasions. Milkshakes was good. But he, I thought he, he was, actually he was, played he really well. Forward. But he, he yeah. ended up getting um, a lot of free kicks paid against him from memory that day. But I think that, you know... Yeah, it doesn't matter. But he, he had the polish that the oh, others I did. Oh, I agree. I um, agree. But where and Tom McDonald played well until he got injured. Right. But where were Hogan and where were Petrarca? That's, that's the disappointing part. That's been, yeah, a real question. I mean, Hogan, as I think we've discussed several times before, really does struggle to dominate with the high ball coming in. Yeah. It's just not his go. No. And it seems like, you know, really good teams work that out. Like teams like Richmond, teams like Geelong, they'll zone multiple players onto him and he doesn't really seem to have an answer to it. Yeah. I would have liked to see him being played on the ball in this situation. Just say... He wasn't being played on the ball at all, really. And I could barely... I just barely... I just forgot he was playing, to be honest with you. It was really strange. I just... I really did just forget he was even on the ground. And Petrarca started well, but just tapered off. That was so disappointing. After the first quarter, you thought, okay, he's back. He's back on track, if you will. And... I don't know. He just he just he just completely faded. Once again, I thought he should have gone into the midfield. Like we we had these like honest plotters, 
you know, Viney, um, but the Oliver issue Jones. Is, though, kids, we didn't have the class. That's true. But the issue was, is we weren't getting beaten up around the ball. We were getting beaten, beaten forward. So why right. would you take the two best forward players, arguably, or the two most classy forward players and put them in the midfield? That's the problem. That, because you need to deliver it better into the forward line. You look I agree at with that. Viney, Jones, and even Oliver to an extent. They're all the same, aren't they? They hack the ball yeah. forward. And you get it because they're under immense pressure and it's going to be amazing in a final to really let them loose. But you need someone who has the composure to stop and deliver. And yeah. I don't think they can do that that well. So I don't know. So my theory on our forward line, and tell me if you think you agree with this, is the way we dominate teams, the way we win by 60, 70 points, is not by having like incredible ball use, but just by overwhelming teams with numbers. So we'll get like five, six players around the ball. And then just we just overwhelm them by some quick handballs and get a goal. Yeah. We don't have those really precise users that can bust through oh, a really good zone defense. Absolutely not. But this is always what we keep coming back to. We, do, we really do lack class, ultimately. There's a lot of talent in that team, but is there a lot of um, sort of great kicks in the team that's the answer is no so right. there's you know there might be talent in other ways like tom mcdonald's a wonderful contested mark and um you know and you know viney's obviously a wonderful contested player but there's not as much there just isn't that kicking efficiency right 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 and look we've probably looked worse in recent weeks because lewis has had a couple of bad games really bad games vince hasn't really had any impact salem i mean he kicked a goal but i don't think he's had a huge amount of impact a lot of our better users have been pretty quiet. Right. So I don't know. I mean, maybe they'll get back to it, but it's a concern. Real concern. And our defense on the other side Particularly is... so late in the game. The Oscar yeah. McDonald 50-meter penalty. Right. And look, that, that was that a bit was unlucky. Un- I was very unlucky, but it was, it was just such bad timing. It was bad, but I'm not so worried about that. What really worried me was, first, Lindsay Thomas scored a goal where essentially no one was on him and he just yeah. happened to be free. I mean, that happens. Charlie Dixon, I think it was Dixon or was it Westhoff, got a mark pretty much on the goal line which with no one on it which is inexcusable which really. is just a sign of the defense losing its shape completely yeah, completely and i mean part of me thinks that maybe this is a bit of a lever effect but then again you look at the statistic that came out this week which i thought was interesting which is that we're in the bottom three in the comp for opposition teams scoring goals once they get the ball inside uh, their forward 50 uh, wow which is a bit of a confusing stat that's shocking well it just basically means that whenever the opposition you know, gets the ball in their forward 50, they know right. that we'll probably fall apart right. and score, and they, they'll be able to score, which is pretty concerning. The only two teams that are worse are St Kilda and Carlton. Yeah, that's shocking. That's absolutely shocking. Right, And that's across the year, yeah. right? even when we had Lever. Yeah. Which makes you wonder, like, do we have to pull the trigger on a Vince? Um, I know, or a Lewis? I mean, Lewis. ultimately... I mean, Lewis. I think Lewis has been pretty good I think he, was, he started the year very, very well. I think that the problem is, is that, I mean, you heard Salem say this week that they still think that both these players have a role to play. So I'm not sure if they will be inclined to drop them, particularly when we just don't have that many great users in the back line. Right. You can't really afford to lose the two couple of people who are arguably good kicks. But right, right now we are just looking way too slow. We really are. They're getting completely exposed. Yeah, and, completely and, and, exposed. And they showed some, and... some vision on one of the shows this week of Vince um, starting next to Boke and just getting beaten by about 10 metres. Really? Across maybe 40 metres. And he was giving it his all. You could yeah. see he was putting it in. He just doesn't have the pace. Which show is this? Uh, on the Catch. Oh. On the Catch. One of my favourite shows. You always go back to On the Couch. Watching my shows in Yeah, the exactly. You keep saying shows <laughs> as if there's like more than one show that you actually watch. That's true. And I wouldn't take you to be someone who watched like... I don't know, Talking Footy or something. No, I watch that too. Do you really? Anyway, let's, let's move on from that. Do you also watch Pick a Winner? I do not watch Pick a Winner. Not anymore. Those are dark You days loved Pick a Winner. Do that you is... watch Access All Areas? Of course. You know that. You know I that. do know that. It's like, your favorite, it's like your favorite moment of the week. Favorite 10 minutes of the exactly. week. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
So, Nitz, let me ask you this. Um, who is our third forward? It's, it's really tough. I think we've just got to go with Wiedemann again. I mean, this Tim Smith experiment doesn't seem to be working. And Wiedemann kicks too sh- six goals, seven goals in the VFL. Just commit. Are I'm we a bit sure short term on this? I mean, Smith has a game or two that's good. And we're like, okay, give Smith a go. And then Smith has a bad I game. Know. And then Wiedemann has a bad game. And we're like, nah, put him in the twos. It's, I know. We're going around in circles, aren't we? At some point, maybe we just need to be like... Okay, this person overall is probably going to be the best. Let's just give them the rest of the season. But that's why I think we should just stick with Wiedemann. I mean, he got injured, which is why he was out of the team. But let's just commit to him and leave him in the team until the end of the year and we'll see how he goes. Hmm. I think think that's probably right. Or another option, which maybe is the better option, is commit to Garlett or Spargo and say... We're not going to be have more than two tolls in the forward line. Right. Um, I mean, T-Mac and, and Hogan are two serious, you know, contested players. Right. Just play small forwards around them, right? I mean, Gorn seems to be very, very good when he's the only ruck. I actually think most of his excellent performances in the last few years have been when he's the sole ruck. I agree with that. He plays worse, I think, when, say, Pedersen is in a second ruck. Maybe just, I don't know, maybe, maybe that's putting too much of a toll on his body. Well, maybe that's putting too much of a, um, a final <laughs> uh, period on Pedersen's career. Well, one thing that was intriguing to me about the Casey game this week is they play Pedersen in defense. Oh, interesting. Which makes me think that they're saying, we need a potential replacement for, for, say, Lever, um, or say Joel Smith has a bad game or two, and maybe they're trying to keep Pedersen as an option in defense. What's happened to Sam Frost? How did he play in He played very well, apparently. Okay, so So he could be an option. And maybe he'll get a go this week, I don't know. Um, But I thought that was quite interesting. That is interesting. So they probably prefer Wiedemann to to Pedersen as the forward option. But now they've got to sort out the back line. Yeah. Yeah, it's a concern. Final question, though, Nitz, before we move to the Ron Bale Award, which will be a real struggle. Your man, Dom. Yeah. What do we do about him? I felt for it's him, just you one know. Game. He hasn't it been was in for one a while. game, but I felt for him. You know, yeah. there's just the problem is there's too many people performing at VFL level. And he looked like a fish out of water, didn't he? He really did. He looked a little bit just stunned and he got done yeah. holding the ball and it's just Yeah. In the most classic Dom Tyson holding the ball moment imaginable. Isn't that his go-to? He'll like kind of glide around. He'll look really nice. He'll take a couple Looks of slow very, steps. very, very slick. Uh, and then he gets run down from behind. Yeah, it's a bit rough, isn't it? I just, I can't see how they could keep him in the team after that performance. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty poor. It was pretty bad. It was probably as bad as I've seen. He was just nowhere to be seen I, as well. Right. I mean, he wasn't even, at least he used to sort of get the ball, but now he wasn't even getting the ball. I agree, but we don't really have a huge number of midfield options that are really banging the door down, right? Yeah, but... Like, Billy's stretch plays consistently well. I'd rather play Tyson. I would agree with that, but if they're worried about pace, what do yeah. they do? But who's our pacey? Do you bring in Oscar Baker and just see what happens? Maybe. Or maybe yeah. they just bring in Spargo and just play yeah. him through, play him on the wing or something like that. They're that just, might be right. I mean, maybe, I just think that they're concerned about pace. I mean, Dom's not helping that. Yeah, I agree with that. Okay, the Rowan Bale Award for most underrated performance. This has been a bit grim in these losses. It was a very, very sad uh, yeah, performance on the weekend. So I, I'm interested in hearing you give this award too. I mean, it's a struggle. We've... As we've discussed, we refuse to give this award to Neville Jetta because he gets underrated to so much that he's the most overrated Also, player. he's just a superstar, he's a superstar anyway, so why would you give him this award? Unnecessary. I think Jack Viney. You want to give Jack Viney the Rowan Bale Award? I just thought he... You want to give a best and fairest winner the, <laughs> the Rowan Bale Award? No, but I don't think I people... think that you have gotten stuck into me before previously about the fact that I don't understand the Rowan Bale Award. I think you don't understand the Rowan Bale Award. <laughs> And also, Jack Viney was rated. He was in the Kane Corns team of the week. <laughs> Don't you follow that? I do not follow that's the Kane Corns That's team like of the week. winning an Oscar. That's like the <laughs> ultimate, you know, validation that you need for your performance. That's really funny. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe he wasn't underrated then. Um, I just thought 
to me, this seemed like the kind of game where if we won, it's because Viney did oh, one of these just drag across the line performances. Just wills himself to every contest. The moment where he essentially backflipped Charlie Dixon onto oh, the ground. Hysterical. He's a monster. He's, He's a monster. monster. I just monster. love Jack. I love Jack. Yeah. I mean, look, I still think to, for him to get to the next level, he needs to get to the point where he's using the ball more in a more damaging yeah. way. But just as an absolute bull, oh. there's not much more he can do. No, can there he? really isn't. And you have to remember, he had no preseason. Yeah. This is what he's doing off no preseason. It's exceptional. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And and the one positive thing I just want to note on Viney is you look at our team now and you're like, I can see a premiership out of this midfield with just that extra bit of X factor. Yeah. Like these guys could go toe to toe with Josh Kennedy in a grand final. What do we think, by the way, just on just on premiership midfield building? What do we think about the potential Mark Murphy link? Ah, interesting. Um, and the reports that came out this week. Look, if he's not asking for too much money, he do, he's, a, he's a pretty classy user and he can finish, unlike a lot of our players. Yeah. I'm concerned would, that he might be getting old and a bit slow. I'm not know. concerned about that. I just think he's too injured. I mean, he won yeah. their best and fairest last year. True. And he played true. pretty well. But I, I just mean, think he's... they were a pretty rancid team last that year. That is true. But I think it's just the injuries that's the problem. Yeah. You know? Yeah, the injuries are a concern, but look, if his body I, looks okay, maybe for like a year. How much would they have to give him, though, to get him across? I mean, I don't know. I feel like it's kind of like a, you know, if we don't get, obviously the priority is Gaff, yep. but if they don't get Gaff, which looks like they won't, then... Well, the priority, I think, is Brayshaw. Yeah, what's happened to that contract? I mean, I'm sure he's probably just biding his time because the more, you know, the better he plays, the more money he and can right get. And right now, he is one of the most valuable players on the team. Right, and I'd be surprised he leaves, but at the same time, we don't want to make these massive pitches for other people and undermine our ability to keep the core Yeah, I agree together. with that. Yeah. I mean, Gaff, to me, is clearly the number one priority. I just don't think we'll get him from what some of the reports are saying. So then the, the sort of so what, the Murphy's budget like option the is... cut like price. The, yeah. Yeah, the cut it, price all-Australian option. Yeah, I mean, is he really going to be that cut? Like, is he really going to be that much of a bargain? I don't know about that. I think it's only worth it if we say to him, look, this is your chance at the premiership. We'll give you... I don't know, 400000 or something. It's for not a lot of money for someone who'd be earning much more than that at Carlton. I suppose so, but I mean... It's a captain. The question is whether he wants the premiership chances yeah, or not, Yeah, but I just right? don't know if you're necessarily getting a premiership chance if you go to Melbourne. No, but you're anyway. not, but it's a pretty attractive You're barely team. getting a finals chance at the moment. Well, you're not getting one at Carlton. That's true. And I don't know how many other teams are circling him. Maybe I think are. Geelong are. Yeah. This yeah. is all from the SEN reports. <laughs> right, yeah. credible sources. Yeah, exactly. I mean, My mate reckons all is, those times. Is there anyone else in the mix? I don't know. This is just what I... This, these are just the reports I've been following on the Twitter spheres. Yeah, interesting. Mm. Well, we'll put that up um, on our Facebook page. Is Mark Murphy the option? We seem to always recycle a different player every week. I feel week like it's every week. To yeah. fix a lack of class. Is it Tom Lynch? No, he's clearly <laughs> staying at Adelaide. Is it Andrew Gaff? Is it Gaff? Rory Sloan? Unlikely. What, is Rory Sloan linked to Melbourne? He hasn't been, but you're obsessed with Rory Sloan. Should we go after him? I mean, I don't think that helps our classy user problems. I mean, he's not a bad user. Yeah, but the problem, the point is to get someone who's like an elite kick. Yeah. Really, we should be going after like Lockie Whitfield or something. I agree. I agree. He's not out of contract, is he? No, I think he signed last year. Right. Okay. Um, Nate, the St. Kilda game. It's huge. Huge. Yeah. Absolutely Weirdly, huge. it's huge. A few yeah. weeks ago, you wouldn't have thought that, but this is massive. Yeah. And I mean... We should win. I'm just a little bit worried that things are slightly heading in the wrong direction. I Particularly agree with if that. McDonald's out injured, which yeah. seems to be quite possible. Or Jet and Jetter as well. Right, right, right. I'm a bit worried about this game. But look, I mean, in terms of ins and outs, it, you know, you have Vince and Smith as potential outs. Is that right? I've been calling for Vince 
to get a spell for a little while. I think that's just because you want to justify your own big call uh, prediction. <laughs> that's true. Well, I said he wouldn't play for the rest of the season, which, which has already clearly, been proven false. Yeah, exactly. And but... I said track would get dropped, which is clearly also <laughs> not true. Um, I think that it's time for Vince to get a spell, honestly. I don't think he's playing at the level. Um, I reckon give Wagner a go. He's quicker. Um, he's got his limitations, obviously. But is he, that helping our class? He was, our, he was our best defender for rounds one to four, according to Troy Chaplin. Really? Yeah, which clearly hasn't hasn't led him to be in the team any longer. But Interesting. Yeah, I, I, I reckon it's time. Smith, look, I mean, Smith is okay. I don't. I was saying this even when he was playing well. I don't think he has the polish to really do what we need him to do. So if we're going to give Wiedemann a go, fine. But give Wiedemann like six weeks and yeah. see what happens. This whole chopping and changing is just infuriating. Yeah. Uh, okay, what about Tyson? I mean... I would persist with him. I think he was rancid, but I just don't think you drop him off one game. Give him a little bit of time. What do mm. you think? I'm not sure if they can afford to do that, to be honest. Who's gonna, who are you going to bring in for him? <sighs> like a Spargo type? I'm not sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean, Spargo would be a pretty reasonable option. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'd almost prefer drop Smith, bring Spargo or Garland in, and try the smaller forward line. Right. But if they bring in um, Wiedemann, yeah, I agree with you. Spargo, yeah, probably deserves to play above Tyson. Uh, if Jed is out, then we get. Then I guess Vince keeps his spot. Right. Oh, I hope Jed is not out. That'd and be if, disaster. if T-Mac's out, then what happens? Oh, then we should just forfeit the game right now. <laughs> Honestly, he's just easily our most. Hogan our best plays player. very well against St Kilda. That's true. He, he likes it's like a weird. Like it's a weird yeah. bunny team for him, isn't it? Yeah, anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think we have any other replacements. No. I'm, I'm, do does Sam Frost get a go? He played very well in the VFL. And our defense is looking pretty average. Is the St. Kilda forward line really zipping away and, you know? No, but maybe there's a case to give him a try in this game. Yeah, get his confidence up, hopefully, and see if he can, you know. (laughs) Yeah, or shatter it forever. Or shatter it forever. Gosh, if we lose this game, I'll be devastated. Yeah. Um, What's your prediction? I think we'll win. I'm not sure. I I don't think the wheels have fallen off entirely, particularly given how much we dominated the inside 50s and dominated around the ball last week against a much, much, much better midfield than St. Kilda has. So I think we should win and maybe by, like, 20 points or so. I agree with that. I think it'll be a nervy game, but yeah. I think we've got a little bit too much X factor in our midfield. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. Well, thank you again for joining uh, Deluded um, and for following us on Facebook. Uh, we'll see you after the St. Kilda game. Go Dees. Go Dees.